Hey, party people. Um, welcome to the Tried and Tested podcast. I am your host, Tracy. And if you are not familiar with me or this podcast, I am the host, um, as I just said. And uh, this is a dating and relationship podcast where we talk about all things um, that have to do with relationships, all the things that we've been through, or that people around us have been through, the lessons that we've learned, whether it comes to um, finances or um, first dates or whatever. Like, we talk about everything relationship-related. And um, so today, um, we have a special guest, my boo Tiffany. Say hey, Tiff. Hey, y'all. How's everybody? Happy Easter. Oh, yes. Today is Easter, y'all. So happy Resurrection Sunday to you all. Um, and so today we are going to talk about um, men who don't let women go. Men, um, you know, people, we've all been in relationships where we're dating somebody and the man is not acting right, and the man probably doesn't even want to be with you, but he won't allow you to, he won't let you go, right? So, um, Chris, have you been in that situation before? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like, even though we should not give the men the power, where you've given the man the power, and you feel like, well, he's not leaving me alone. He's not letting me go. Have you been there before? Definitely. Only too many times. Right. So tell us a little, <laughs> tell us a little bit about how that works, and then I'll give my examples as well. Okay. So, so even recently, I was in a situation where I was a big guy, um, but it just came to a point where, basically, I was looking for something more serious, and he wasn't. So, okay. trying to have a conversation to part ways in a friendly way, but it's like the person just does not want to leave. I don't understand. So it's kind of like if you're not looking for the same things, I'm not, I don't understand why a male either won't let you go. It's kind of like they know that they have a good thing going, but they don't, they're ready to step up and do the things that they need to do to keep you. They're just going to keep trying to string you along. So whenever some magical day, I think they think like whether it's three years from now, ten years from now, they still have you kind of around. They can pull you back in. It's like they want to put you on the bench to pull you back in the game whenever they're ready to play you. Mm. If that makes okay. sense. No, no, it definitely does. And, I mean, I have seen where men do that. Um, so I feel like I've seen two different types of things, actually. So I've seen where, like, a man, like, he's actively with a woman that he knows maybe is better than him or he knows that he doesn't want anybody else to have them. And so mm-hmm. it's like, but he has no intention of being with you. So let's say – he's out there cheating or he's out there just, you know, uninvested in you. But for whatever reason, when you try to leave or when, you know, when you, like, want him to let you know, like, yo, just let me know, we'll break it off, we can move on, he doesn't want to be that. But I wasn't sure if that was more or less because he didn't want to be a coward or he didn't want to be looked at, you know, in a certain way. Um, Because there was a point in my life, especially when I was younger, and I was like, wow, like, do men not break up with women? Because that was what it was seeming like. It's just kind of like they're not happy. Um, the woman is not doing what it is for you, but yet you still have her under your arm. Even if you're out there doing your own thing, it's like you have a host of women where you feel like, you know, they belong to you. Have you seen that before or not? Yes. And it's weird to me cause, because, like <laughs> you say, they will go and have, like, a whole other situation on the side, whatever the case may be, not even coming home all this stuff with the audacity for you to want to leave. It's like, I think, I don't know if it's an ego thing for them or what about it's like they'd rather stay in a relationship that's miserable where they're not, where they know they're not 
doing anything to make the relationship work, but they would rather just hold on to it. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, like I said, that's their pride, that's their ego, or what that's about. Okay. And, yeah, I feel like, I mean, what I'm assuming, though, is that if you're holding on to someone, there is some type of asset that they're, you know, providing you in some way, shape, or form, whether, you know, you're someone who cooks for them or you're someone who gives them money or someone who gives them consistent sex or whatever it may be, I feel like there's something usually that they see that, okay, you know what, let me just keep this one here because if I go out there and I can't find that, I can always fall back on this one. Like, that's kind of, like, how I saw it. And then also, like, when you're trying to leave, right, like, you're upset, you don't like them, it's like, it's almost like a radar. Like, they know, okay, well, on this seventh day, I know that she's going to be over me, so I'm going to call her <laughs> on the morning. I'm like, this is like, it's like clockwork. I'm going to call her on the morning yes. of that seventh day, and I'm going to apologize, and I'm going to argue, because at least if I argue with her and she argues back, she's still invested. You know what I mean? And then yes. I'll apologize, and I'll, I'll make promises, and I'll tell her all these great things about her and, you know, why we should be together. I'll call her up. I'll go on a date with her. And then I'll repeat the cycle again. (laughs) And I feel like that's what it is. And I don't know if that's – that could possibly be considered a toxic relationship, right, where – Yes, I think that that dysfunction starts with that. So have you have you that – I can't even speak. Have you experienced, like, that type of dysfunctional relationship where you kind of end up in, like, a a circle? Like, some way, somehow, you always end up back where you began. Yeah, so I had a long-term relationship where basically that was the cycle. I think the person, the relationship was trash. It was done before it even got started. But it's like you said, it's like as soon as they feel that you're ready to end things or you are smart enough to walk away is when I always come to like the honeymoon period to start. All of a sudden they want to take you out. They do all these sweet things. as baby this, I promise this, I love you so much. And they do that for, like, two or three weeks to kind of reel you back in. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking that, okay, so this is going to be the new normal, and then it drifts back to how it was before. So it starts that vicious cycle of the up and down, that roller coaster. And I think that's how people get trapped in these long relationships or even marriages that mm-hmm. go on and go on to nowhere because they start they're not changing. Yeah, yeah. so – Okay, so my thing, I have two questions. Um, but first, do you think that, like, usually often women, like, when we're in relationships that are no good for us, like, you're explaining to the man what you want, right? You're explaining how you want him to behave and the things that you are looking for in a relationship. So what is the difference between why you're in the relationship and the man is not doing it for you and then when you're on the verge of breaking up and then he suddenly comes back around and he's able to do what you ask of him, like, what is the disconnect there? Because there's something in him, if I'm not mistaken, that knows how to treat you, correct? If he can do it for the two to three weeks or whatever. So what, I, like, what do you think is the issue there? I think the issue is that I think from a woman's perspective, we miss it as a red flag. So You miss what? I think that that's a red flag that when that happens, because for one, I feel like we can tell anyone how to, like if that person, if you be in a relationship, Hold on, I with think person, I think your mic your mic is going out. Can right. you hear me? Hear me? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. 
So I think the first thing is we can't keep telling men how we should be treated. Like, if he's already demonstrating those qualities, then getting in a relationship with that person. I'm sorry, you said he's he what? If he hasn't been demonstrating those qualities prior to you guys deciding to be in a relationship, it's kind of like I think we expect that this person or these things are going to happen once we get committed, that all of a sudden this person is going to be someone else. So a lot of times Uh the person was already demonstrating that he was not going to do X, Y, and Z. And then I think that we're like, okay, well, he's my boyfriend now. Well, we're seriously dating, so he's automatically going to just start being this wonderful boyfriend or this wonderful partner. And we have these expectations that things are going to change. And like I said, the person that they are, they're showing you the person. They're continually showing the person they are. And the only time they step do the right is when they know that basically they're on the line. So I think that's a red flag that we missed, like that the time that they show that they're capable of being that person that you expect them to be is only there on the line or get caught or get in trouble. That's the red flag that we should still continue to break up with them or leave, not get real back in and stay. Mm, okay, okay. No, no, it definitely does. And that's what I, I guess, I guess, but the red flag would be after the fact. It's already when you're in a relationship and when things have been good and then they went bad, correct? So that's when you like kind of. It's not an early on red flag, but it's kind of like once you start arguing and things, you're ready to break up the first time, then that's when you feel like the red flag is showing, correct? Mm-hmm. And I also like thought, like I said, so when you think about, like I said, men who hold on to women, because you see this a lot, like where, especially like when you're younger, where like, or even actually when you're older, where people are just together for the simple fact that they've been together for so long, right? There's There's nothing else to it. Um, it's kind of like I have my wife at home, whether we're married or not, let's they call them the wife. Um, I have my wife at home. Maybe we have a child. Maybe we don't. But it's just almost like you're like a, like they have women that are like placeholders, right? Because obviously if you're out and about living your best life, um, then there's something else that you're still looking for. Um, but I feel like, do you think about like men may have an issue with breaking up? Like, do you think that just, like, the idea, like, I don't know if it does anything to them, like, mentally, but, like, just the thought of, like, okay, breaking up with a woman is difficult for some men, which is why they don't do it, and that's why they hold on to people. Maybe they don't want you to physically cry or be emotional, but, like, have you ever, like, thought that that could be it as well? I think partially for certain, but I also think, I don't know if it's an issue of them breaking up with someone or it's more of as a ego thing because I think as they grow up like teenagers and into adulthood their status is set by having women like that's the quality that men consider a good thing so they're always told you got to have all the women you got to have always have women by your side you got to you know that's how they show off is by having the women okay. some type of status quo for them first I don't think they like being alone or one themselves and also think that for them it's some type of masculinity complex that they have to where they they can't not be seen with without a woman they can't not be single because that makes them less of a man or if i that kind of feel that's a big part of it in my okay. opinion no, that definitely makes sense. And like I said, like I, we, I mean, we're obviously we're not men. We're just trying to figure out why these men, you know, behave in that way. 
but yeah, like you kind of see like where they just kind of keep you around or they, they've kept people around. And it's just like, I wonder, like for me, I feel like life would be so much more freeing um, where you cut off what you don't need. So like, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it's also, it's maybe a very selfish act that, you know, that people do like that they have where they feel like, okay, this person, I'm going to keep her because I don't want anybody else to have her. She's mine. You know, she belongs mm-hmm. to me. What she does for me, even though I may not appreciate it, I don't want her to do it for anybody else. So I think that the act of a man doing that um, is very selfish, in my opinion. But, um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. no, I definitely, definitely um, agree. And then also, um, I, I mean, I think, like, just like I said, this is pretty, like, the topic is pretty self-explanatory, so it's not, like, really, like, deep and throw it out like some of them. But, um, yeah. So, obviously, like I said, we are trying to guess from a male's perspective. So, um, before we go, is there anything that you feel like, um, you would suggest maybe to someone who's in this situation? For the females, I would definitely pay attention to how the person is acting. If they're giving you that back and forth call to just go ahead and walk away, there's no point of seeing how many times I can <laughs> go back and forth on this. Just let it go. Because as soon as that cycle starts, he's always going to know that he can do that. Like, like, never guys. Yeah, just guys learn how to be by yourself sometimes. It's just Ooh. I really think that's the biggest thing. Okay. Not to let somebody go and be by yourself you need to be by yourself. Being single is not the end of the world. You don't have always have to have multiple women. You don't have to keep stringing somebody along. You don't have to stay. Just keep it moving. We'll be okay. So well, that's definitely good. That's good because it's like that. I mean, that is partially what's going on. Like people are afraid to be alone, or people are they're uncomfortable being alone, and so that they just keep people around that they're used to, people that know their business and their sob stories and their family stuff. Like, so mm, that's really really good. I like that. All right. So, um, well, before we do head out, Tiff, I thank you so much for joining us today. But um, where can they find you on social media if they're looking to get in contact with you for any reason? My IG is Miss Misunderstood. That's MSMS Understood. I only have IG, so if you guys want to find me, that's where I'll be. <laughs> All righty. Well, then, thank you so much for um, being my special guest for today. And to my listeners, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, have a good one.